everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Pro Wrestling Planet. I'm your host, Bradley Knight, and today we will be going over my predictions for Impact Wrestling's No Surrender. Tonight, Impact Wrestling is presenting a new special episode called No Surrender. Now, if you've been living under a rock or um, you haven't been keeping up with Impact Wrestling, Impact kicked off 2021 in with this the biggest match of the year. This match, I'm telling you right now, this match has match of the year contendership. You're probably thinking, that's crazy, Bradley. You know, uh, match of the year doesn't happen in January. The year just started. Listen to me. If you haven't checked it out, you need to go check out this match. I think it's on YouTube. If not, it's on Impact Plus. It's on Fight TV. Impact kicked off 2021 with AEW, a different company, AEW world champion Kenny Omega, teaming up with Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions The Good Brothers to take on Impact World Champion Rich Swan, Chris Saban, and Moose at their first pay-per-view called Hard to Kill. Now, like I said, this match has matched the year contendership. You gotta go look it up. And I think Impact is looking to build off that momentum, you know. They brought in more viewers because of AEW World Champion Kenny Omega being in the match. They're looking to build off this momentum with another interpromotional match between the two companies, AEW and Impact. So let's go ahead and take a look at this card, preview it, I'll give my predictions. Here we go, kicking off the night is Black Terrace, Crazy Steve, and former Impact Knockouts Champion Rosemary, taking on AC Romero, Larry D, and Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma to WWE fans. Um, this is also technically, I think it's technically another interpromotional match because Black Terrace, I believe that's how you say his name, Black Terrace Taurus, is from Triple A, which is a Mexican luchador um, promotion down in Mexico. Impact has had these working agreements with AAA on and off, and I think AAA has a working agreement with AEW. AAA and AEW have a working agreement. So um, bringing in Black Terrace is just huge for Impact. This guy, if you haven't seen him, Google him right now. He looks like a manitar. He's freaking scary looking. He's ginormous. He's teaming up with Crazy Steve and, like I said, Rosemary. Their team is called Decay. Now, um, I think the baby faces in this match are AC Romero, Larry D, and Tennille Dashwood, but I'm going to pick Decay as the winners just because they brought in this uh, AAA interpromotional match. AAA probably wants to keep their guy looking good, so Decay with the win. Next on the card is another six-person tag team match, seeing Jordan Grace, Jazz, ODB, and they're taking on Impact Knockouts champions Deanna Perrazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. Now this... Here, the argument can be made. Um, I didn't I, before I got on to record this. I told myself I wasn't going to say this, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. The argument can be made that Impact has the best and most used women's roster. People would be like, "No," the AEW stands. Would be like, "No, bro, AEW all the way. They have the best everything." And then uh, WWE fans are going to be like, "Yeah, WWE has all the talent. What's wrong with you?" Listen to me. Uh, I agree. AEW has a decent roster, but they don't use them. WWE, they have a really talented roster, but they don't use everybody. I think Impact has the edge here. Um, their women's roster gets consistently used. Everybody gets used. Um, and I think for those who are watching uh, No Surrender Tonight, this match right here is going to prove how talented these women are. Um, I feel like they're setting up Jordan who's in the first team with Jazz and ODB, Jordan, I feel like they're setting her up to take over um, 
like this big old star. They had a former, I'm losing her name now. They had a former champ. She won, actually won the Impact Wrestling men's title. So I think they're setting up Jordan here to actually go on after this show later on in the year to win either the X Division or the Impact World Championship. So I'm going to pick her team because I think this win will kind of push her in that direction. If Deanna Perazzo's team loses, it's not like it's going to hurt Deanna Perazzo. She's already champ. So um, having her lose here could set up a rivalry with Jazz or ODB for the belt. The third match of the night is Jake something. Now, uh, before I go on, a lot of people who are listening to this who aren't wrestling fans and are just here to support me in this they're like jake something what type of name is that are you forgetting his last name no his little name is jake and his last name is something Uh, that just cracks me up every time anyway he's taking on deanna with eric young and joe doring now um listen to me all you wrestling stands and pro wrestling marks whatever you want to call yourself if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you're a really big fan of the independent scene You don't know independent wrestling if you don't know who Jake something is. Jake something is going to have the best year. Quote me right now. Jake something is going to be the standout wrestler of the year in 2021. Okay. This man has so much talent. You could quote me on that. Jake something is going to be the standout wrestler of the year. Now, um, they're kind of building it up as Jake something has to go up against uh, three guys, even though it's a one-on-one match, just because... Eric Young and Joe Doring are in uh, Deander's corner, but I think this is going to be a really good one-on-one matchup to kind of keep the car flowing, and I'm going to pick Jake something to overcome the odds and win this match. Uh, match number four is another showcase of Impact's knockout. They're called the knockouts, but Impact's phenomenal women's division, and I think it'll be on display in this tag team match, seeing the knockouts tag team champions Fire and Flava. That's their names. Fire and Flava will be defending against Havoc and Nevaeh in a Texas Tornado no DQ match. You're probably thinking, what the heck is a Texas Tornado tag team no DQ match? What is that? That's a lot of words. This stipulation is pretty cool. There's another stipulation later on in the show that is really cool. But this stipulation is pretty cool for a uh, tag team match. So Texas Tornado no DQ match. In this stipulation, both members of each team are legal and anything goes. So usually in a normal tag team match, everybody knows, even if you're not a big fan of pro wrestling, you know, you've probably seen it in movies, two on two is considered a tag team match. Two people wrestle in the ring and then when they get tired or when they're trying to get the edge, they tag in their partner and the other person goes in. Not in a Texas Tornado no DQ match. In this Texas Tornado no DQ match. It is two on two, meaning both competitors are in the ring at the same time. They can go anywhere because there's no DQ. You want tables, you want chairs, you want flaming things. That's going to be in this match. I think it's going to be really good. Now, I'm a huge Kira Hogan fan. She's one half of the Knockouts Tag Team Champions Fire and Flavor. She recently called out Sasha Banks for several things. So that's different companies going jabbering back and forth. But I think Kira Hogan is just going to be the standout women's wrestler of impact for impact of the year, not a standout women's wrestler alone, but the standout wrestler she'll be, um, she'll be knockouts champion by the end of the year. Sorry. I kind of just predicted something completely different there. She's got a, I was really surprised they threw her in a tag team. I was thought she, they were going to keep her in a solo career, but, um, 
her being tag champ is only going to push her momentum more. By the end of the year, I think she'll be knockouts uh, champion. And I think this match is going to show Fire and Flava's skill, and it'll be their night to shine. The winners, like I just said, Fire and Flava. Following that match is what I will... I think... Man, <laughs> um, this is kind of hard also to say because somebody might agree might disagree with me at home but i think this match right here is going to be match of the night um it's just huge there's another match coming later i think is match number eight or nine by the way i forgot to mention that there's nine matches on this card that's quite a bit of matches for it to not be considered a pay-per-view this is considered just a special episode because their normal episodes are on wednesday night and this is a special episode because it's on saturday but this there's nine matches on this card Anyway, um, this match right here, I think it's going to be match of the night. This is an eight-man triple threat revolver match. That's another cool stipulation. You know, following the Texas Tornado no DQ match, this is a triple threat revolver match. Now, you're probably wondering, what is that? Well, I'm glad you asked. In a triple threat revolver match, three competitors start in the match just like a normal triple threat. And when one is pinned or submitted, another competitor will enter until there are no more entrants. Now, um, I'm not for sure if that means all the competitors are going to be in outside the ring, you know, standing where usual tag team members are, or if they're going to have to run down the entrance. But um, this is a triple threat revolver match. So this continues, three people in the ring, one gets eliminated, another enters until there's no more people left. And the winner of this match will receive a shot and they'll be uh, considered number one contender for the X division championship. That's pretty cool. The X division belt has been a favorite of mine for a very long time. Um, something cool about the X division championship. It used to be just for cruiserweights or, or people who didn't, um, didn't like be considered heavyweight champion. Uh, impact kind of renamed their belt to just be world champion now. But the X Division Championship is the secondary belt. It's had some really good matches. All these really good matches you can just search on YouTube. Um, but yeah, this match right here, it's got to be match of the night. It's got a showcase of some amazing talent. So the men featured in this match are Davari, who's in really good shape. He used to be one of my least, I'm going to say it, he used to be one of my least favorite wrestlers. But Davari, he is in amazing shape. He's in a... Another company, also MLW. We're going to talk about them next week, by the way. But Davari's in this match. Suicide, who wasn't even a wrestler. Um, if anybody knows, before Impact was considered Impact, they were TNA Wrestling. And they had a video game. I think it was 2000. Anywhere between 2005 and 2008. And in that career mode, there's a character named Suicide. And he was a mash luchador. The game was so popular, they brought him into the real world. And this, uh, the character of Suicide is, he always looks the same, but eventually he unmasks himself. And you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that's who it was. You know, um, somebody who's on the card right now, his name is TJP. He's has a match later on down the line. He is, he was once Suicide. There was another person, I think, that's on the card. They were once uh, Suicide, the wrestler, but... Um, like I was saying, Davari, suicide, Willie Mack. Oh man, Willie Mack. This dude is like 240 pounds and he could do moonsaults and backflips. I'm really jealous of him. Um, he's very talented, very fluent wrestler. He looks like a really just a luchador and, you know, luchadors are pretty small, but, um, Willie Mack 
Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, and Blake Christian. So eight men in this match. Something interesting I noticed was that this match features a lot of former tag team members. So uh, Ace Austin was in a tag team. Trey Miguel was in a tag team. He was in a trio. Um, and his two tag team members went on to NXT. Trey Miguel re-signed with, NX, uh, with Impact. Excuse me. Josh Alexander was in a tag team. But he resigned with Impact as a singles wrestler. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think Willie Mack was in a tag team. I don't really remember. They kind of use these guys all over the place. But a lot of these uh, guys in this match are former tag team members. So this match will be good because they're kind of using the story where they want to make themselves look better for singles action. So the ending of this match could go several different ways. But like I said, this match is going to be phenomenal. It doesn't matter if they were tag team people or what. This is just going to be so much talent. It's a very cool stipulation. Um, and I think I'm going to go with Josh Alexander as the winner. Um, Josh Alexander, he's been to a lot of local shows around my area in Northwest Indiana. And I think he is going to pull this one off. They've kind of been building him up since January on the uh, weekly shows, they've been building him up as this really good wrestler and he is very talented. So I think he will win this match. Um, if he doesn't win, I'm going to give a backup prediction, but my main prediction is uh, Josh Alexander. If he doesn't win, then I think they're going to give it to Trey McHale, who is also, like I said, just got out of a tag team. He's a solo wrestler. They're going to prove him. Trey McHale, he's really good. I think, Eventually, when he gets built up enough, he could go for the Impact World Championship. But I think Josh Alexander's pulling this one off. Match number six of the night. Six of nine. Here we go. Match number six is a tag team action seeing Hernandez and Brian Myers teaming up against Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona, who WWE fans know as Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder is one of the biggest mid-card wrestlers of all time. He deserves so much more than he got in WWE. Uh, I am a huge fan of him. My brother, Brian, is a very huge fan. I, I am a fan of Zack Ryder because of Brian. And um, he is now going as uh, Matt Cardona. Um, this match, well, let me just give some uh, backstory to this to build it up a little bit. So Brian Myers, a.k.a. the most professional wrestler, uh, has been targeting Eddie Edwards um, in recent weeks because I guess Brian Myers has a eye patch now he's injured and the physicians are saying in all storyline this is all storyline they're saying that he can't uh, wrestle because he's injured so he can't move up the ranking so brian myers was mad and he attacked eddie edwards and he called him a uh, shell of his former self because instead of being like this really good wrestler eddie edwards is now just like um, known for hardcore matches and stuff not that that's necessarily a bad thing but usually when you're known as a hardcore wrestler then all you do are table and chair spots. You don't really wrestle that much. So Brian Myers, the most professional wrestler, has been calling him out. And then this last week, Brian hired uh, Hernandez to jump Eddie with him. So it was two-on-one jumping. But then Matt Cardona returned to Impact and uh, made the save, scattered them out. So the coolest thing about this match, uh, if you don't follow them, which I'd be surprised. But if you don't follow them in real life, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona are best friends. They also have a wrestling podcast where they talk about action figures and cool things like that. They've been best friends forever. So it's really cool to see these two, Matt and Brian, uh, be in opposite corners. 
And um, I can't wait. Hopefully they'll have this really cool moment where they lock up against each other and actually wrestle because uh, something that pro wrestling fans know is that when you're best friends in real life, you can put on really good matches or when your brothers in real life, you can put on really good matches. I think if I ever had the opportunity to put, to put on a match with my brother, Brian or Brandon, we would just tear the house down. Um, but yeah, it's going to be cool to see Matt Cardona and uh, Brian Myers lock up in this one. I'm very excited about this match, but I think Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona are going to win. Um, Matt's just coming back. Like I said earlier, I think this is his second match in the company. He showed up at the hard to kill event last month. So, um, I think they're going to get the win here. It helps build up Matt Cardona more. Our next match sees, uh, I was just talking about him. TJP defending the X division championship against Rohit Raju. Now Rohit Raju is a former, uh, X division champion. I think he was champ in October. If I remember correctly. Um, and that's where he lost the belt to TJP. I don't really have too much to say about this one. Um, TJP, people recognize him. He, uh, was also from WWE before this and he was kind of just, they didn't really give him any sort of character. He was just kind of there, this generic baby face. He turned heel very briefly where nobody liked him, but they didn't really give him much of a character. So, um, I think TJP is shining really well right now in Impact. He came back. This is where he was beforehand before going to WWE. He came back here. He's looking really good. He's got this cool little gimmick where he'll get knocked out and then he'll pop up with a mask on, almost like what WWE is doing with The Fiend. He's kind of doing it as a superhero-esque thing where he has this mask and he turns into manic. That happened last week. TJP got flipped over the ropes and sent underneath the ring and he turned into manic. That was pretty cool. But um, I think the biggest thing here is that um, the triple threat revolver match we were just talking about will be the first person to truly challenge uh, TJP for his reign. This match is going to just be more about building up TJP. So I think he's going to win this one. This next one um, earlier, I had said that I was, uh, well, you kind of heard it in my voice. I was kind of struggling to say if it was going to be match of the night or not. But this one also has potential to be match of the night. Now, originally, this uh, tag team match was set to be Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, defending against AEW's Private Party with Matt Hardy. So this is another interpromotional match. They have a working agreement right now. Like I said, this was scheduled to be uh, just a regular tag team match. However, this past Wednesday night on uh, Impact, Private Party interfered in a match against the Good Brothers and the team of Chris Saban and James Storm. And uh, because they interfered, that resulted in Saban and Storm being added. I think the uh, executive CEO or whatever his name is came out there and said, because you interfered, Chris Saban and Storm are going to be added to the tag team match. So now it is a triple threat tag team action. It sounds really awesome. Like I said, this one also has potential to be match of the night. All three teams will bring their own unique style. You have the... um. Fast-paced action of Private Party. You have the strength of um, Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers. And then you have this um, odd, I think it's kind of an odd team up between James Storm and Chris Saban. That's because Chris Saban is supposed to be one half of the Motor City Machine Guns, but his tag team partner, I believe, is hurt right now. So um, they all have their own unique style. Uh, but thanks to interpromotional agreements, I keep talking about AEW and Impact are teaming up again to bring up this match. I think the addition of Saban and Storm is just to protect 
private party from the pinfall. You know, AEW's allowing their guys to come over to Impact and wrestle. So I see uh, Chris Saban and James Storm taking the pinfall here. Um, I think the Good Brothers will retain, and this is just going to set up another interpromotional match down the line where AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, will face Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers. That's going to be great. That's also going to be a match of the year contendership. I think that's going to happen sometime in March. But yeah, the Good Brothers win. And finally, in the main event, Impact World Champion Rich Swan is defending against the legendary Tommy Dreamer. And not only that, it is his 50th birthday. So Rich Swan is still very young in his reign. Uh, I think he won the belt back in October at Bound for Glory. So he's only been champ a few months. And although it is Tommy Dreamer's 50th birthday, this is really, it's not storyline. This is actually his 50th birthday today. Happy birthday, Tommy Dreamer. Um, I think he's just here to put Rich Swan over even more. And uh, Tommy Dreamer might even retire again after this match. So Rich Swan is going to win this match. Um, I think also this match is just to push, like I said, it's just pushing Rich Swan even more. He's going to defend his Impact Championship. This is my prediction. I think he'll defend the championship against Kenny Omega at the same show that the Good Brothers will uh, defend against uh, the Young Bucks in March. If you look, they have a show. I think it's called Rebellion. Usually their logo is just those the words and then a star. But this year they put the Omega symbol in there. So I feel like Kenny Omega is going to show up. That's going to be a good match between Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. But anyway, um, you can cast all this action at 7 p.m. Here's a free plug for you, Impact. All the action at 7 p.m. Central Time on Impact Plus for $7.99 or on Fight TV for $9.99. That's going to be a great show. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to be watching it tonight. But anyway, once again, thank you for joining me for the first episode of Pro Wrestling Planet. I'm your host, Bradley Knight, and I will see you next week.